And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, uh, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. I was going to so say Dr. Zayas. I had that um, on the tip of my tongue while I was reading the you are, reading you are the not book. You are not on the planet of the apes. No, but we are going to go to the planet of the apes. I hate every ape I see. Chimpanzee. To chimp- chimpanzee <laughs> yeah no it's uh i'm steven sklansky you might remember me from such simpsons did it podcast episodes as every week for the last 148 weeks 147 147 weeks <laughs> oh but yeah well this I, is I actually gotta, this gotta, is actually week 147 yes this one is yeah yeah uh, but yeah, we got we got a marriage, another one. We, we got, got some. Uh, it may or may not Hollywood. It's <laughs> gonna say it may, it may or may not be a sham marriage. May or may not be yes. But yeah, this week we're uh, discussing uh, season seven, episode nineteen, a fish called Selma. And yes, this is a uh, reference to a film. The uh, 1988 movie, A Fish Called Wanda. So that's weird, because A Fish Called Wanda is about a jewelry heist. (laughs) Yes, Troy McClure was stealing Selma's heart. Maybe. No. No? Not even close? And it takes place in London. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure some Simpson writer just saw the movie, and... They were like, hey, this would be a good name for a title. It makes no sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, there is a, but there is a Wanda in A Fish Called Wanda, played by the incomparable Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Yeah, I've seen the movie cover for this, the like the poster. Yeah, I've never seen the movie. Yeah. I feel like I've uh, heard the name of the movie, but I've never seen it. I have. I've heard of the name of a lot of movies only because I work for Hollywood Video. So a yeah, lot but of you movies didn't... came across my face. But you didn't watch them, did you? Not really, no. Um, so this aired March 24th, 1996. And our recap, actor Troy McLure marries Marge's sister in order to, in order to conceal a sexual fetish of of his uh from the world now yeah. look i i know i know week week in and week out we tend to bash uh disney plus's uh recaps i'm gonna go out of live and say i i love this one this is a good this, one it makes this is sense. a great recap it because like most of the episode is about troy mcclure dating selma it is and so getting married, I, so I I'm giving props to Disney Plus on their recap this week for once in the last like month. <laughs> yeah, uh, no chalkboard gag like always at the end of a season. Yeah, uh, but we get our repeat couch gag, and this one is uh, the family um, in wind up toys haphazardly meander to the couch by different methods of propulsion. Uh, Homer and Marge walk, but Homer falls. Lisa hops onto the couch. And Maggie flips onto it, and Bart rolls towards the couch and spins in place. And this is the repeat from King Size Homer. Where is my Moo Moo? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to look like a weirdo. No, no. I'll take the moo-moo. All right. So this week we start um, our episode with the movie for Rained Out Ballgame Presents. Because, you know, I don't think they ever... I don't remember what they did for ball games back in the day when we were kids. I feel like they oh, just like on talk. TV. Yeah, I feel like if it was in a rain delay, they just talk. I think nowadays they might do like a thirty minute, like if they know how long the rain delay is. Do you guys do you guys don't do Brewers on your station, right? No, no, no. Brewers. Well, Brewers is Bally Sports, and most I think all Brewer like any baseball game during the season is either going to be ESPN or Fox. I don't believe ABC gets any MLB games. You know, so, this this year, this year, I think I'm going to check out a rain-delayed baseball game. Okay. And see what's going on. We'll, well, we'll get I, back to you. We'll put a pin in this and get back to you on it. Well, I can guarantee you this. They're not going to play the 1977 film, The Muppets Go Medieval. <laughs> no. No, they won't. Because one, it's not a real Muppet movie. Correct. And two... The first Muppet movie actually wasn't released until 1979. Was that the was that the Jewel Heist ep, uh, movie? No, 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 that was the first Muppet movie. What was the first Muppet? The, movie? Oh, the, the theater, the Rainbow, the, the Muppet movie. That's what it was called, the Muppet movie. Yeah, but it what was, was the it about? Rainbow, uh, the Kermit the Frog going Kermit the Frog going to Hollywood to make a movie about himself. Oh, with Fozzie I, Bear. It's been so it was, long since I've seen that movie. It was the movie that began with Rainbow Connection. Uh, it's been so long, man. Uh, but the Muppets Go Medieval stars Troy McClure, because of course. Yep. Um, Troy plays Sir Lancelot, because, you know, medieval. And uh, he uh, woos Miss Piggy and starts to kiss her. <laughs> and so Kermit comes out uh, to fight for her honor, because it's oh Kermit. He loves Miss Piggy. And uh, and Miss Piggy's like, she tells Kermit, not now. I want to kiss Troy. She's like, I want to make out with this. I'm a pig. I want to make out with this. Now, to be fair, there's literally a human behind the Muppet. Yes. I I don't know what that guy was thinking. (laughs) No, no. Um, And so we cut back to the Simpsons living room and the kids look bored. And I love this is probably one of my my favorite Homer (laughs) quotes, like top five of all time. So Lisa's like. Dad, what's a Muppet? Homer's like, well, it's not quite a Mop, and it's not quite a puppet, but man. <laughs> uh, so to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> I love, I use that quote all the time. I love it so much. It's, it's not quite a man. It's not quite a puppet. It's not a, no, it's yeah. not a Mop, and it's not quite a puppet. Not a man. No, I know. <laughs> uh, but we all know Homer hates sock puppets too. Do we? Yeah, I was. Maybe we haven't gotten to that episode. I don't yet. Think we've gotten to that episode yet. I, no, no, no. It was the fear of flying episode. Remember oh, when Homer's like, right. "I'm not afraid of anything," and Marge is like, "Sock puppets." Where, yeah. where, where, where? Yeah, that's right. Um, so then we cut back to the movie, and it continues. And now Troy smiles, and his face gets all wrinkly. But he's, he's not that old yet. I thought, okay, 1977, I feel like he'd be a young, you know, actor, right? Well, how we don't know how old Troy McClure is, but I have to imagine he's probably in his 50s by now. So he, 20 years ago, he was probably in his, like, late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, so why would he have a wrinkly... Because maybe his face? genetics suck. 
<laughs> Maybe. And, but he's supposed to be the pretty boy of Hollywood. Yeah, he is. And Bart asks why one of the Muppets is made out of leather. And Marge points <laughs> out, um, she's like, that's not a Muppet. That's Troy McClure. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I like to point out, though, that this is really the first instance that we realize that all the Troy McClure, like, films that yeah. we've been watching these last seven seasons yeah. have all been probably from the 70s, late, you know, late yeah. 70s, early 70s. Like, they're not current. No. Like, no. And, and the funny thing is, we don't see anything of Troy McClure in real in Simpson real life. It's yeah. always on film. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to flesh out the character somehow. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, Marge says that back in the 70s, McClure was a heartthrob. And Homer says, who would have thought he would have turned out to be a weirdo? <laughs> I mean, come on. If you're an actor, I mean, some actors are weird, weird people. And Marge yep. asks Homer what he is talking about. And Homer's like, you know, about Troy's personal life. And Homer continues like, you know, the weird things he does down at the aquarium. And March Jeez. cuts him off, uh, cuts Homer off, and she's like, that's just an urban legend. Uh, people don't do that type of thing with fish. Whoa. Gross. Boy, they really went deep on this they episode, did. man. And uh, they keep hitting it with a yeah, hammer, too. They do. Like, this is just the first nail in the coffin on this yeah. on this bit. Uh, I don't want to know what he's doing with the fish. And Troy, later in the episode, spoiler alert, kind of confirms it. Yeah, I honestly wanted to know if this was like, oh, it is. So the rumors, okay, so I found something. The rumors yeah. of Troy McClure having a bizarre fetish for Merlene life mirrors sex rumors about Richard Gere and, yeah, and gerbils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of jokes at uh, Richard Gere's expense in gerbils. <laughs> there have been. Oh, there have. Heard you know, I don't never. Honestly, I've never heard that. You've never heard that. I've never oh, heard that. Boy, um, some of them are good. Some of them are pretty crass. Um, and Marge goes, "Oh, you know, Troy McClure is a perfect gentleman, like Bing Crosby or JFK. Um, <laughs> both of those guys had controversial personal lives." Dude, I feel like a lot of celebrities have controversial personal lives. Well, if I remember correctly, JFK was basically a man whore. Yeah. Did you Did you see the most recent episode of South Park? Yes. With, um, uh, yeah. with, with the prince and princess? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, celebrities want their privacy. Yeah. We want our privacy. Um, so if you guys if you guys don't know, obviously this episode is not airing for like seven, eight weeks. Uh, see episode two in uh, the new season of South Park. Um, real, I kind of love how we're doing this episode right yeah. now. And they just aired that about celebrity privacy. Yeah. And uh, by the way, there was some there was some jokes in that episode. I did not get because uh, I didn't I wasn't going to spend the money to read uh, the prince's book. Yeah, I don't, I, like, a lot of it I'm sure went over my head, because, yeah, I do not follow the Prince and, uh, and, and Megan, whatever her name is, Megan like, Merkel. life. Yeah. Yeah, Megan I don't Merkel. follow their life, so, yeah. I'm sure everyone that does got a good kick out of that episode. It was, it was a weird episode, man. Uh, anyways, back to this episode. Uh, yes. Marge wonders where Troy is now, and we cut <laughs> to Troy driving a DeLorean 
which is amazing, with a bumper sticker that says, follow me to Springfield Aquarium. Good God, man. (laughs) That's great. But he drives a DeLorean. That's amazing. That is awesome. I mean, DeLorean, I, dude, I still wish I owned a DeLorean. And right now there's a DeLoreans are coming back. Yes, they are. Like, like, and I had the option to sign up for one. Yeah. The only downside is it's all being done through NFTs. Uh, like the whole process, like all your money gets tied up into crypto. Yeah, to, and I'm like, yeah, that's not really worth it to get a DeLorean. Yeah. So we see Troy behind the wheel and he's swerving all over the road. And he drives into parked cars. He's like, man, these guys are all over the place. Uh, no, you're all over the place, Troy. He drives like Mr. Burns does. He does. You know, it's funny. When I originally, when I saw the scene again, I'm like, oh, he's drunk. That's and, what, Yeah, I thought he was just a dr- being a drunk driver. But, but, but so Chief Wiggum pulls over Troy and uh, he's like, okay, Captain Rush Rush. He calls him <laughs> Captain Rush. It's great. He's like, all right, get out of the car. And so Troy opens the door, but if you don't know, the DeLorean, they have uh, winged doors, so they fly gull upwards. Wing doors. What are they called? Yep. Gull wing doors. Gull wing doors. So they fly upwards, not outwards. And so yes. the door hits Wiggum in the face. I know. Just whacks him hard in the face. That was great. That's great. And uh, Wiggum says, ah, I'm seeing stars. And Troy's like, you only see one. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such films as The Greatest Story Ever, Hulud. <laughs> and they came to burgle Carl- Carnegie Hall. Why would you burgle Carnegie Hall? <laughs> they want to steal some performances? I mean, maybe some. In- I mean, there are instruments that are worth thousands of dollars. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if the greatest story ever hula is a reference to the greatest story ever told. Probably. Or what? What is that? Was is that the name of that golf movie with Will Smith and? Uh, it was Will Smith. He was the caddy. Oh no! Oh, that that's the greatest, ga- greatest game ever played. I thought that's the Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, is that the le- no? That was Will Smith. Yeah, you just said Will Smith. Wait, what was that movie? There's like two movies now. <laughs> There's so many move golf movies. So You're not thinking of Tin Cup, are you? No, not Tin Cup. God, what what it was on Disney. Oh, it was no. with Matt da- Matt Damon. Okay, that's we're getting le- off topic. That's the legend of Bagger Vance. With Matt Damon? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, now I gotta look it up. Cause this is gonna bug me. It is the greatest game ever played. That's the name of the movie. I wasn't crazy. It's with uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, James Paxton, Bill, uh, uh, directed by Bill Paxton, and James Paxton was in it. Okay, yeah, I guess this has nothing to do with anything I was thinking of. No, but it does have okay. to do with golf. It does. I was in the right po- right, right place with the golf thing. You're like, okay. Will Smith, Matt Damon, that's the legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here. Okay. So Wiggum asks to see Troy's license and points out that Troy should be driving with corrective lenses. Now, does I wear. I have to wear glasses to drive. Yep. And your driver's license says this, right? Yes. Because my driver's, like, I have contacts. I needed, yeah. when I went in my, for my driver's test, um, when I was 16, I didn't pass. I needed I needed to get corrective lenses to pass. But here in Minnesota, 
nothing on my driver's license actually says check the back oh you think it's on the back is that on yours let me see so oh it does say corrective lenses on the back because on the back of mine i have restrictions corrective well it says they should i don't know why they shorten the word corrective there's a whole lot of space i know (laughs) yeah it's c-o-r-r right yeah yeah it's always on the back of the license you know it's funny because wisconsin there used to be so much stuff on the back and now all that's there is my restrictions yep but what's funny is, like, obviously, like, Troy needs the, the corrective lenses. Yeah. I wore glasses at one point, but I feel like if you're that, like, concerned about your look, like, it wasn't about look for me. It was actually about yeah. watching 3D movies, but I got contacts. Yeah. Like, I don't I, I don't understand why Troy McClure just doesn't get contacts. I mean, I mean the only reason doesn't... I wear, so I got contacts, and the reason I got contacts, this was in high school, was because I played soccer. and. Sure. And I, there was a, a day in practice where the ball hit my face wrong and I scraped my nose because I was wearing my glasses because I need them to see. And I'm like, that's it. And I went to my mom. I went to her mom. Like, I need contacts for, for soccer. And I wore contacts for, I think, three years of high school, four years of high school. And then I got lazy. And that's why I wear glasses. Cause I'm <laughs> but I feel like home. a Hollywood actor such as Troy McClure could get contacts and just I'm Where sure he could, but maybe maybe the fish don't like him in contacts. <laughs> like, wait, what? You mean the fish like him in glasses? Yes. That's that's the only time he wears his glasses in front yes. of the fish? Yes. Okay. So Troy can't believe uh can't uh Troy can't believe Wiggum would ask him to put on his glasses because it'd be a crime against <laughs> nature. <laughs> or not running into cars. That's a crime. I you know I know. I mean I feel like oh look. Look, to be fair, if I drove a DeLorean, yeah. I would not want to get that sucker scratched up. Oh, I would oh risk no. I would risk wearing glasses to look like a fool that destroy my car. And who's going to see you in your car anyway? Yeah. And it's weird that Troy McLuhan lives in Springfield and no one knows it. <laughs> like, that's the other weird thing. Troy yeah. McLuhan's been living in Springfield this whole time. Well, he, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, but that Troy uh, still puts on his glasses because obviously Wiggum's like, no, you got to wear your glasses. And Wiggum just freaks out. <laughs> uh, don't don't wear those. And uh, and Wiggum's like, tell you what, just go down to the DMV tomorrow and try to pass that eye test. I'll tear up this ticket, but uh, you're still going to have to. I'm still going to have to ask you for a bribe. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh my god, that's great! And he gives him the bribe. He gives him—I don't know how much he gives him, but yeah. I mean, okay, look, 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 look. He's not going to pass this. I well, I guess he does, but I mean, if he needs corrective lenses, I don't know if you could just go down and and opt out of it, right? Unless well, he has you get like. Well, he has the me? corrective lenses. He wasn't wearing them, so, uh, this... so that would that would be like. Why would he have to go down to the DMV to pass the eye test? So we could get corrective lenses taken off his driver's license? Probably. I I mean, the only way I... I feel like the only way you could pull that off is LASIK, right? Or or you wear contacts. No, no, no. You still need corrective lenses on your driver's license. That's true. Uh, Yeah. He's trying to get it off his driver's license. Yeah, the only way to get it off is LASIK surgery. And does that even count? Yeah. Because can't your eyes still, like, have issues after LASIK? Well, if you don't follow the doctor's orders. Yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. I guess that's a good question. If you guys work for the DMV out there, let us know if LASIK allows you to take corrective lenses off your driver's license. I mean, to be fair, our mother has has gotten LASIK. I don't know if she has it on her driver's license, but she always wears sunglasses when she drives because I know the light bothers her eyes. Yeah. Maybe I'll check check our mom's driver's license and get back to you guys. Yeah. Um, So um at the at the dmv um uh at the dmv abe is there and uh i like he's like marge uh can you i'm here for my driver's test thank you marge she calls patty and selma marge both of them (laughs) he's old i don't think they i don't think they look like marge no maybe he needs glasses probably Yep, and so I love Selma wonders why uh, Chip and Dale Tanzers don't come in here to renew their driver's license, and it's because they carpool. Yeah, you got to save money and the environment. But I feel like one Chip and Dale Tanzer would have to come in and get their license, right? Yeah, but I think she wants them all to come in. Oh, at the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. They all get the drive. That's how Chip and Dale Tanzers work. They all get the driver's license at the same time. They all have the same birthday. They all got to yeah. get them renewed at the same time. Yeah. Um. So Patty stamps Abe's paper and tells her he came into the DMV to get that thing revoked. Yeah, she approved whatever it was. And Abe's like, I, I didn't want it approved. Well, Which, I, hey, look, look, at least Abe is being, uh, you know, upfront. He's like, why, but if you need I, something I revoked, like, what did he need revoked? You just don't. His driver's license. He didn't want to drive anymore. Well, then don't renew it. No, he wasn't. He was there to get it revoked. I know, but you don't need to get it revoked. Just don't drive and don't use it. And it'll just get revoked it on itself. Yeah, just <laughs> let it lapse. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Troy walks into the DMV where uh, Dr. Hibbert, Fat Tony, and one of his henchmen are filling out paperwork. I believe and that's Hibbert... Louie. Was that Louie? Yeah, Louie. Yep. And Hibbert is surprised to see uh, McLure because he thought Troy disappeared after the scandal at the aquarium. <laughs> So, was he trying to fuck fish in the middle of the day? I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a good idea. You should no. probably <laughs> not you know, do, do it. that with fish. No, no, no. Do it when it's closed. No, don't do it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't do it at all. Okay, gotcha. That makes complete Look, sense. I'm not here to kink shame people, but um, <laughs> I'm here to shame Troy McClure. Okay, for those of you that have never seen The Boys... Go see the boys. I still have not. I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, I thought you did. Okay, if no. you guys out there have Amazon Prime and want to see a fish fucker, <laughs> watch the boys. Oh, my the God. deep is one of the best. Oh God. Okay. Um, that's where that stuff belongs. It's on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, Louis tells Fat Tony that he thought Troy was dead, and Fat Tony said no. What he said was that Troy sleeps with the fishes. Because, <laughs> you know, sleeps, you know, when he, he's sleeping with the fishes, that usually means he's dead. I, I understand Louis, Louis, I, I understand Louis' confusion, man. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> oh, that was great. I love it. Yeah. And so this episode, we uh, find out that Fat Tony is actually voiced by Phil Hartman instead yeah. of uh, Joe Montagna. Joe, Joe Montagna, yeah. yeah. They, I don't, I don't know why, because you can actually tell when listening to Fat Tony, it does not sound like Joe Montagna. 
Yeah. No, it it, not. I mean, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Like it was like, I'd have to say it was, it was definitely, definitely a good, uh, like voiceover. Yeah. But yeah, you could kind of tell it was, was not him. It's kind of sad. I mean, I, I'm before... assuming, I'm assuming Joe just had a conflict of, uh, dates yeah no and and that's what that's why you have voice actors man yeah you have those guys that can uh do everyone's voices fortunately i couldn't find a reason but yeah it was probably uh probably some uh conflict yeah um and so uh uh troy walks up to selma's booth well you you you, so fat tony is about to explain the whole thing and louis like dude i just ate yeah i don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know um, but I love how Troy's just able to walk up to the to the booth, booth. at the DMV because yeah. next episode we'll yeah. learn why I don't think Troy could have just walked up to the booth. Correct. We're, we're not. I'm not going to well, spoil it now. You guys it, have to wait till next episode. It's probably. I mean, it's possible it wasn't busy. When is the DMV not busy? I've been to the DMV and not had to wait long. I think really? the long, I think the longest I've ever had to wait at the DMV for anything was maybe a half hour to 45 minutes no longer than 45 minutes no all right well that's <laughs> uh, still a long time yeah but it's better than waiting i don't know two hours yeah yeah so uh after uh you know selma walks up to the booth she's like surprised she's like whoa it's troy McLure. now have you ever have you ever met a celebrity like not not i'm talking about comic-con yeah like you're just out somewhere and you just see a celebrity just wandering around does it count like, if i saw him while working at target yeah 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 just yeah normal celebrity walking around do you consider packer big big name packer players celebrities because <laughs> don't um, forget troy mcclure i would consider is a local celebrity not a celebrity celebrity well he's a national celebrity like eh. i mean muppet the muppets was a national <laughs> trend like a worldwide phenomenon man by the way, you said the first movie was 1977 for the Muppets? Nine. 79. When did the Muppets actually start, though? Was it that uh, movie? No, they... St- well, the Muppets... Like, the the Muppets that we know, like the Muppets show, yeah. was 60s. But, like, the Muppets in general, Sesame Street and stuff, was 50, 55. Okay. Sorry, sorry to rehash that. So, going back to the current topic... When I worked at Target here in Green Bay, I uh, helped out Clay Matthews. Ooh. I helped out Mason Crosby a couple times. I saw Donald Driver and Charles Woodson have a conversation. <laughs> you, you saw them have a conversation? Like, literally. So, it was up front by the the, the return desk, and they were, they were passing by their cash registers and they just stopped to talk to each other. I mean, obviously they're going to talk to each other, but I was like, it was just the weirdest thing. Um, I'm going to say right now, I, I'm fortunate enough not to have ever met Aaron Rodgers. Because that dude oh. is crazy. Yeah, he's on his uh, blackout retreat right now. Uh, well, he's pro- well, I mean, at the timing of this episode, maybe. Well, no, he didn't. No, 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 he'll be back. He'll be back from that, but... As of the time of recording, I think he went on his little darkness retreat. I, I believe he did. Do weird um, shit. But otherwise, I've never. I was very uh, disappointed because uh, Tony Shaloub is from the Appleton area. <clears throat> okay. And uh, he likes to go to uh, Packer games. And anytime he goes to a Packer game, he'll go into that Target by the Lambo. But I, I never got to see him. 
And there was a there was a, a weekend where he was at the game, and I think he came into Target, but nobody recognized him. Which is sad. I would have loved sure. to have met Tony Shalhoub because Tony Shalhoub's awesome. Yeah. No, we, I mean we have some uh, definitely some high end celebrities that live in or around Minneapolis or yeah. that are from here. Um, and yeah, I've never never got to. Now I've met. Um, yeah, I mean I met celebrities on like uh, film sets. Oh, yeah. And stuff, but yeah, never just wandering around. Uh, like, do politicians count? No, they're assholes. <laughs> But they're technically celebrities. Are they? Well, people know them, don't they? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because I, um, I, I did meet the governor of Wisconsin once when he was going through his recall election. Yeah, that's not a celebrity. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to bring up that I forgot to point out for this, for uh, Troy McClure. So McClure being pulled over is a reference to when Johnny Carson was arrested for drunk driving in his DeLorean in 1982. Ah, that's hilarious. Yeah. So fun fact for you guys. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So Troy looks at Selma without his glasses and sees a beautiful woman. <laughs> and I love it. It's like the exact opposite when Bart and Lisa went to the Duff, uh, Duff Gardens. Oh, and Bart yeah. puts on the drunk goggles was, and yeah. we see a beautiful uh, Selma. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I wonder if they reused the same animation for that. No, definitely not. No, it was different? No, definitely different. Okay. Um, and then he puts his glasses on and sees how Selma really looks like, Ugh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, oh, and then, uh, Troy tells Selma that the cops told him he needs to wear his uh, contacts, and so or no, yeah. wears his glasses. I thought he said contacts. No, why would he? If he wore his contacts, he wouldn't be in this predicament. He would have never been pulled over. Well, that's his own fault. Yeah, but no, they need he needs to wear his glasses, and Selma says that's nonsense. And he's like, so uh, he's like, you're a Troy McClure. I remember you from such films as Meet Joe Blow and Give My Remains to Broadway. Stars like you don't need glasses. <laughs> uh, I think they do. But I love the, Was I'm guessing Meet Joe Blow is Meet Joe Black. Uh, possibly. And I don't know Give My Remains to Broadway. Uh, or unless that's just a, a take on the slogan, Give My Regards to Broadway. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a reference to Meet Joe Black, Steve. Oh, when was Meet Joe Black? Nineteen ninety-eight. So, so, the, so Meet. Hold on, did hold meet... on, hold on. There is a nineteen forty-one film called Meet John Doe. Oh, okay. So if they're Boy, referencing really... anything, they're <laughs> referencing anything. It is that movie. Boy, Simpsons really pulled that one out of their ass, didn't they? <laughs> Meet John Doe. All right, I like it. And it's about a drifter. Um, it's about a drifter. Yeah. And so Patty, we see Patty, she's just horrified and disgusted by Selma flirting with Troy. Because, you know, they're yeah. supposed to... But look, man, Patty had her fling with uh, Principal Skinner. Yeah. Right? but it, that was Patty, it... so... What, well, was it Patty? I thought it was Selma. Was it Selma too? <laughs> I think so. Boy, Sel- Selma's getting everything. She's got uh, uh, Sideshow Bob. She's getting Troy McClure. But she's is pulling it, in all of them. Isn't there an episode where they literally name every last name? They do. Yep. 
They do. We haven't gotten to that yet. And don't they, we learn, I think it do. isn't like in the mid 20 seasons where we learn Patty's sexuality. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's still a while away. Yeah. Um, so Selma asked Troy to take off his glasses to do the eye test. And Troy can't read shit. He's like G3 <laughs> random shit. And I'm like, that's not how that works. Nope. I have never failed an eye test after putting on my glasses. No. I mean, I failed an eye test before I got glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, man. My eyes are goddamn terrible. Um, and I don't know why. Probably probably our, our mom's jeans because she yeah. had to get LASIK. I don't think our dad... I know our dad wears glasses, but I think it's only when he reads. Maybe drives. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, it's not often, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Troy says an actor... As an actor, he needs to look good, and so he bribes Selma to pass him, and he's like, he tells her that he'll make it up to her by buying her dinner, and so she approves Troy's eye test, because, I mean, look, a celebrity wants to date Selma. If you're Selma, you take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, look, if if an actress, a famous actress happened to come into the TV studio and need me to do something for her, I don't know what, because it's a TV studio, but she's like, I'll make it up to you by by buying you dinner. I'm like, absolutely fucking there. Um, even if it's illegal? Even if it's illegal, I don't fucking care. Oh, okay. If I get fired, I get fired. Uh, um, so Troy takes Selma to Pimento Grove. And it's one of those restaurants where they put like celebrity pictures on the wall. So some of the celebrities that are shown are of Kent Brockman, Krusty the Clown, Rainier Wolfcastle, Bette Mittler... Elizabeth Taylor, Leonard Nimoy, Adam West, Barry White, Conan O'Brien, Birch Barlow, yep. who is the loudmouth Republican dude, Sting, yep. Tito yep. Puente, Brad Goodman, David Crosby, Dennis Franz, Dr. Joyce Brothers, Ringo Starr, and Brooke Shields. And I'm assuming these are all celebrities who either had a voice or were like in Springfield as a, you know, yeah. fake celebrity or celebrity. Yeah. And uh, Conan O'Brien and Birch Barlow are both seen in Radioactive Man. Yep. So I think every every person on that wall, like, was a guest voice. Or just, ha- well, I don't know if, or- I don't know who the hell Dr. Joyce Brothers is. Yeah, that one I don't know. Or Dennis Franz. Yeah. Maybe but Dennis I, Franz is a writer or part of the Simpsons. Maybe. But I know most of the most of the chunk they were uh yeah. vo- voice actors. Well I don't think Ringo I don't think Ringo Starr was on The Simpsons. Yeah, remember the Mar- the painting Marge. Oh episode? that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep, and Bette Medler did her thing where she threw the can and it exploded yeah. at Snake. Yeah. So I think everyone on that wall was at in Springfield at some point. So, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And so Selma looks for Troy's picture, which happens to be yeah. the door flap for a kitty door to the exit. And so... Doggy door. Kitty door? There was a cat that ran through it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, technically, I yes, it's a doggy door, but a cat ran through it, so kitty door. All right. Um, and so Troy goes, so working at the DMV must be very interesting. So I was like, well, uh, I think I'm getting repetitive stress disorder from scratching my butt all day. Oh God. So, okay. To, so to be fair to Selma, um, 
there is a thing with repetitiveness in jobs. So when I worked at Shopco as a, a cashier, I royally screwed up my shoulder. It's better now because I haven't done cashiering in a really long time. But like my shoulder, like after every shift, it was just being so much pain. <laughs> like I, I did physical therapy for my shoulder. Oh, like, yeah. That's how bad it got. Like now I don't know if this is the same thing because she's just scratching her butt. But, you know. That's not a way to, that's not a thing you want to say during a, a first a date. date. No. And so someone decides to, you know, ask Troy a question. She's like, what are you working on now? Troy's like, I've been reading a lot of scripts lately. You know, it's a lot cheaper than going to the movies. <laughs> isn't, isn't he supposed to be in the movies to make money? That's what I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like reading the scripts is supposed to, because you get sent scripts to see yeah. if you want to be an actor in the movie. Yeah, you're not supposed to be reading them so you don't have to see the movie. Plus, half the time, the script isn't even the same. Yeah, scripts change. Um, So, uh, Selma and Troy uh, end the date, and they walk out of the restaurant. And Selma tells Troy that she had a good time. And Troy's like, well, uh, do you need a ride or something? And there's a few photographers at the Pimento Grove, and they notice Troy and Selma. Um, And so Troy, you know, kisses Selma on the cheek for the camera. To make it, you know, because he's trying to make it look like he doesn't fuck fish. Yeah, um, basically, he's ba- he's basically saying, "Welcome, I'm back out in the limelight. Yeah. I'm not a weirdo, <laughs> although I'm dating a weirdo yes. or kissing a weirdo." Honestly, I don't I don't know what's worse worth having a a, a myth about you uh, screwing fish or dating Selma. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so uh, the picture ends up on page ten of the Springfield Shopper with the headline. Troy, a little tenderness. I think that's supposed to be a play on words like try a little tenderness. Maybe. I That I don't know. And so, but underneath this picture, I love this. There's a picture of Rainier Wolfcastle with the headline, look who's drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it's because he couldn't find his laces. Yeah. Because they were loafers. So he yeah. went out and got drunk. <laughs> uh so uh, we see that Lenny and Carl are looking at this picture and they ask Homer if the uh, woman in the picture is his sister-in-law. And <laughs> Homer's like, Trey's a washed up movie star. He could be dating any old washed up supermodel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Why isn't he dating washed up supermodels? I don't, but now I, I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, and Lenny says he doesn't know, but maybe the rumors about Troy's fish fetish were untrue because he saw the picture of him with Selma. And Carl says this changes everything. And he would now <laughs> pay to see Troy in a movie if only that were possible. Yeah. So because of one picture that changes everything. Yeah, but that's how society seems to be right now. OK, here's a really good example of that. Okay. So everyone just got to see the new Flash trailer. Okay. During the Super Bowl. No, still screw Ezra Miller. No, but I'm just saying, look, look, look. They're like, whoa, this Flash trailer is amazing. And the movie, lo- I mean, that trailer is fantastic. Yeah. And I, everyone's, and everything that I'm reading is like, eh, Ezra Miller kidnapped four people. Eh, he'll be great in this movie. I don't screw plan on seeing that movie in theaters. Oh, I do. 
I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Oh, I want to see Michael Keaton. I want to see Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck on the screen at the same time, both playing Batman. I'll wait until it comes out on HBO Max. Yeah, I'll probably end up seeing it free with a free screening pass. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's but that's something that's something. I just want to give people current, you know, facts. Yeah. But that's kind of like people like right now, like Carl's like, well, this changes everything. <laughs> Um, so who, who cares? Who cares what he did in the past? Uh, I do. It's like, well, look, it's like freaking uh, Bill Crosby, Bill, Bill Crosby, Bill Cosby, who was let out of jail after, you know, he sexually assaulted so many women and he's going back on tour. And I guarantee you people are going to go see him. Exactly. Yeah. Bill Gibson's getting shots left and right. I haven't seen him in anything. He was in that. Wasn't that that Santa movie? Oh, that's that right. Yeah, I didn't see recently. that. Yeah. I, well, I didn't see it, but he was in it. But Troy, Troy's getting a second chance. Yeah. So now we see Troy is in his house, uh, which is the chemosphere. And we'll get to that in a second. Uh, there's a for sale sign on it. And I love on the outside, like one of the poles on it, like cracks. <laughs> starts to break. <laughs> um, and inside. I've actually. So this just I know you're going to explain what this house is, but I'll tell yeah. you this. I've never seen the one in uh in LA yeah. that they're referencing, but I have seen the same version of this house in uh just outside of Telluride, Colorado, and that is Oprah's house. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um so and inside we see Troy's reading. Uh he's sewing and reading, and the book he's reading is Beanbag Furniture Repair when his phone <laughs> rings. So he's sewing up a beanbag. Um, so yep. for those of you who don't know, the Chemosphere is a modernist house in L.A. Uh, designed by John Lautner in 1960. The building, which the Encyclopedia Britannica once called the most modern home built in the world, is admired both for the ingenuity of its solution to the problem of the, problem of the site and for its unique octagonal design. I would yeah. never live in a house like that ever. Screw that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if it's 100% safe. No. I no. feel like earthquakes or forest fires might take that sucker down. Right? Um, and so uh, so we find out that the phone call is from MacArthur Parker, uh, Troy's agent. Um, and this is probably one of the best uh, uh, voice guest voice actors ever. Uh, the wonderful yep. Jeff Goldblum. Oh my God. I loved hearing his voice on the Simpsons. It was great. Like, it was, it was absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And a couple of fun facts for you guys, uh, before we get to Mr. Uh, MacArthur Park is Ken Keeler, uh, from the Simpsons pitched the name MacArthur Parker in reference to the song MacArthur Park written by Jimmy Webb and first recorded by Richard Harris. Yeah. So that's a pretty fun fact. And also the other, the other thing I got for you is, uh, Jeff Goldblum had to re-record all of his dialogue um, because the episode ran too long. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, it's Jeff a... Goldblum. Have you ever heard him speak? Yep. He probably Life, he made that. Uh, <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> uh, so there's some fun facts for you about Jeff Goldblum and his uh, character. Yeah. So uh, Jeff Goldblum works at Representations, a talent agency. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me that's a very uh it's very uh um what's that word i'm looking for on the nose oh. um, yeah 
Um, not very, uh, not very uh, clever. No. Uh, MacArthur is just checking with Troy to see how he's been doing. And Troy's like, dude, we haven't spoken in eight years. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you also haven't found me a movie part in 12 years. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so MacArthur saw the picture of him and Selma. And uh, Troy uh, tries to, uh, uh, it tells Troy that the wholesome stuff really works. He's like, I'm trying to find you work. He's like, you haven't found me working 12 years. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, you, uh, jury duty is work. And listen, you keep getting seen in public with human females, <laughs> and I can get you work in the entertainment industry. Uh, human female Selma Bouvier. No, don't no. buy it. Yeah, that was pretty funny, though. Yeah. And uh, Troy takes a moment to, to think, and then he calls Selma, because it's like, all right, you know, I, I need work. I need money. I'll see this uh, fish again. I mean... Uh, human or whatever you want to call Selma. And he's like, hello, Selma Bouvier. It's Troy McClure. You may remember me from such dates as last night's dinner. <laughs> God, he uses that so much. Yeah. So much. Yep. And so Selma and Troy go to the restaurant called Ugly. Or is it Ugly? Is it Ugly? Yeah, let's go with that. I think that's more fancy. Yeah, but obviously Ugly. Yes. And photographers are taking pictures of Troy and he says, he's back from the gutter, baby. And he's brought someone with him. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently insinuating that Selma's from the gutter. Although she doesn't live in the best part of town. I don't think, I think we learned that. Like she doesn't live in the, the best part of Springfield. No. And so Selma and Troy are sitting down for dinner and you know, Troy's laughing. He's like, that's too funny. I can't remember when I've heard a funnier anecdote. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now you tell now you tell one. <laughs> Cause apparently all those stories are hilarious. Yeah. And someone's like, well, not much happens to me. But once I had dinner with a movie star and it was the most wonderful night of my life. Really? Who was it? George Siegel? I hear he plays the banjo. <laughs> and I which believe he does, and I'm sad that he's no longer. Yeah, around. I was gonna say, wasn't he the, the father in uh the Goldbergs? Or the yep. grandfather. The grandfather and the Goldbergs. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that he passed away, but I love that he's uh, referencing The Simpsons. That's, yeah. That's pretty fantastic. I I love that. Also, I don't think Selma's old enough to have dated George Siegel. No, they're... Well, yeah, you're right. He, well, he's <laughs> older than her, so... Yeah. I mean, possibly. I don't think he's from the state that Springfield is in, but... Probably not. You know. Uh, so now we see Selma starts smoking a cigarette on, uh, to the shock of the restaurant, which kind of is weird because people smoked all the time in restaurants in the nineties. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean maybe in hoity-toity restaurants it was kind of on. Well, no, no, no. But yeah. in the nineties they did have smoking and non-smoking Correct. sections. Correct. But maybe this restaurant's so progressive that they're like everyone sits together. But no smoking. I don't know. It's weird. Because that wasn't banned in the 90s. Like, smoking was still allowed in, in restaurants. Uh, but a guy sit, uh, next to them says, uh, I ordered a Zima, not emphysema. <laughs> and uh, the waiter asks Selma not to smoke in the restaurant and tells her they don't serve her contemporary California cuisine in her lungs. <laughs> Ooh. 
sad. Yeah. But but Troy's looks, you know, he's embarrassed. I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever been with anyone that smoked in a restaurant. And I don't know if anyone really would have cared. Like, have you ever been in a restaurant with smokers and people giving disgusting looks? I don't. Well, I mean, we used to go to dinner with our grandparents and and they smoked. Yeah, they we always got went to the smoking section with them. Well, I mean, usually mom didn't like it though, which I don't blame well, yeah. her. Um, cuz I know I know grandma and grandpa were not allowed to smoke around us, and they did every once in a while. But Yeah. But yeah, there was know. smoking and non-smoking. Yeah. And Selma is uh, really embarrassed and apologizes to Troy for ruining the evening and runs away. And uh, Selma sits on the hood of her car and says that uh, she's a fool. But Troy comes up to her with a cigar in his mouth and asks her for a light. Because he's a smoker too, but yeah. he obviously knew better not to smoke in the restaurant, apparently. Maybe. Yeah. And Selma and Patty, and now Selma, Patty, and Marge all sit, a, sit a, around discussing Selma dating Troy. And Patty is clearly jealous that Selma is dating him. Well, I don't know. So here's the thing. Looking back on it to like the future episodes, I don't know if it's jealousy or it's because Selma's not around. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it could be that too. I mean, she's her twin sister. I mean, she wants, wants her around. She has, I mean, it's almost like basically Patty has no life of her own at this point. Yeah. And uh, Selma says that Troy could be the one and is uh, taking her out for a special screening of his latest film. Now, am I to think that this is his last <laughs> film he ever did? Probably. Before he started doing educational videos for classrooms? Maybe. Um, so they head to the Route 18 flea market and drive-in, because they combine those two things together. Yeah. And uh, they're going to see Muppets Go Medieval! I love the which fact... Is- I love the fact that uh, the marquee for this drive-in, like the letters are either all, like it's uppercase and lowercase and it's all over the place. Yep. And on Saturday, Saturday closer demolition <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, a zero goes, for the O. Yeah. Well, who goes to a drive-in anyway? Actually, I wouldn't mind going to a drive-in if I was on a date, but. I mean, I went to drive-ins during college, but that was probably the last time I've ever been to a drive-in. I have never been to a drive-in movie. Really? Nope. Maybe if you're up here during the summer, we could go to one. Uh, there's one pretty far away out in Woodbury we could go to. Okay. So, um, and I also like to point out that they are literally the only ones there. Well, I wonder the why the place is getting demolished. That and it for a movie probably no one cares about anymore because it was from 1977. Correct. But I love how he's like, he's going to his latest film and it turns out to be the one we saw at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, so Selma and Troy are uh, smoke while watching the movie. And Selma says, uh, smoke smells good when it comes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's the same smoke smell all the time. Yeah. And uh, Selma is, you know, all out of cigarettes. What is she to do? And Troy gives her one of her uh, his cigars. And she tries it, likes it. She's like, oh, it's like five, smoking five c- cigarettes at once. Kind of. Yeah, they're pretty hefty, but yeah. depends on you know, like his, like his big giant ass Cuban cigars. 
Yeah, it's probably like smoking like five, but yeah. you can get some pretty small. I've smoked some pretty small, small cigars. But you're also not supposed to inhale cigar smoke. No, you're not. Nope. It's more for the taste and flavor. Yes. Even though it doesn't necessarily taste that great, but. Well, then you're not smoking good cigars. No. There's been some good ones I've I've had. Uh, we went to the Bahamas and got some pretty good ones. Dude, probably the best cigars I've ever had were, uh, uh, my buddy Jeff bought some, uh cigars when we went to jamaica and they were dipped in rum Ooh, oh my god god those are great and it got me drunk (laughs) i don't know how but i had a nice buzz going nice maybe there's weed in there Mm, it's no because we were at the port oh we bought them in the port there went to been weed oh sad well selma says her head is swimming (laughs) And Troy says, that's not the cigars, but love. I don't, but see, the weird thing is, is I don't think Troy wants to be in love with her. It's weird. Yeah. Cause, cause we learn a little bit later on that he just doesn't love her. He's just doing it for his career, but it's weird. Well, maybe kind he's, of a weird maybe he's to trying have. to force it. Maybe he's trying oh, maybe. to love her and it just doesn't stick. Yeah. So, uh, Troy, I love how Troy starts saying the lines to his movie that's on screen. His on-screen character says the lines to Mix Piggy. Yeah. Uh, which we saw at the very beginning of the episode. Same same lines. Yeah. It's like, oh, Princess Fair, wilt thou grant me thine dainty hoof in marriage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just called us Selma a pig. Yeah. Yeah. And Selma says yes to marrying Troy, then they kiss. And Troy stops the kiss for a second, and he pulls out some Banaka. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Banaka was a spray in the 80s and 90s that we sprayed our mouth to make it taste good. And so we could get drunk or kiss girls, because um, there was alcohol in Banaka. Yeah. Yep. But we and, don't know uh, it's Banaka. It's just a mouth no, spray. No, it's a mouth spray. I don't know. Have you seen anyone using mouth spray recently? I think people just chew gum. That's what I was thinking, yeah. But instead of spraying it into his mouth, he sprays it into her mouth. Then they continue to kiss. <laughs> Which is weird because he's like, I don't want to taste cigar smoke, even though he's still I've gonna taste it in his, his mouth. Exactly. And so we get a news broadcast talking about how Troy is engaged to Selma. And uh tonight, 70s leading man Troy McLure has finally met the woman of his dreams. We may remember, wait, woman? Huh? Okay. We may remember Troy from such films as The Verdict Was Male Fraud and Leper in the Backfield. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, wait, is this right? <laughs> yeah. This, is, well, this isn't right. Well, because he likes who handed me this? <laughs> who handed me this news report? Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, now, now, I'd like to point out another fun fact for you guys. That, uh, oh, where was it? Uh, the show business news anchors voiced by Hank Azaria and Pamela Hayden are based on Entertainment Tonight hosts, John Tesh and Mary Hart, respectively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I lo- they do. And then they show a clip of uh, leper in the backfield and Troy's arm falls <laughs> off in the movie. Cause he's a leper. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Uh, That's fantastic. And so the female co-host says, because of the wedding, Trey's now up for some big roles. And uh, and I love how the male co-host is like, well, you were wrong when you called Troy a washed up deviant. 
<laughs> no, he was always a washed up deviant. Oh God. And yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know if that's really true though in Hollywood these days where if you like get engaged and get married and have a family, you're more likely to get roles. I think it's just, have you been in enough stuff lately that you're going to make a lot of money? Cause yeah, like it's more, yeah, it's more like how popular you are at this point. Cause like, I mean, when the Mario brothers movie was announced, I was super excited. And they're like, Oh, Chris Pratt's going to voice Mario. I'm like, why? It's yeah. a, it's not a live action movie. It's a, it's a car. It's a animated movie. Just get the guy who voices Mario in the video games. Like, yeah. I mean, some of the, so, look, some of the voice actors or some of the actors they got and actresses for the Super Mario Brothers, their voices are really good. And like, I love Jack Black as Bowser. I think that's great. Um, Charlie Day as Luigi is phenomenal. Um, but it's just like, the thing that angers me is that voice actors don't get enough respect. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, again, I don't think Troy was really going to get a role because he's marrying a woman. Unless the whole well, fish. I think it was more, I think it was, it was the whole fish thing. <laughs> so, it was, it's more, oh, he's, he's in the weirdo. limelight again. He's not a weirdo. He's marrying yeah. a woman. He's not weird. So, uh, so now we see Selma moving in with Troy. And she brought along Jump Jump, who um, we didn't, I don't think we mentioned this in the first, uh, his first appearance in Selma's Choice, but uh, Jump Jump actually got his name from Conan O'Brien. Oh. Conan O'Brien named Jump Jump. He named himself Coco, so it's not too hard to to (laughs) see where he is getting his names from. Yeah, but uh, this is Jump Jump's second appearance, uh, the first one being in season four. So yep. a few, few, few seasons apart. Um, and so, uh, Troy is like, Jub Jub is great. He's everywhere you want to be. And that's a reference to a visa commercial. I know. <laughs> God. Visa. It's everywhere you, you want to be. be. I don't, I, I vaguely remember that commercial. I, I remember those. Those yeah. are pretty good. Uh, so, uh, Troy welcomes Selma to her new home and she takes a look she takes a look around and we see three movie posters of old Troy movies uh, can be see, seen hanging on the walls we have my darling beef eater <laughs> incident at noon and astro heist on gemini 3 i kind of want to see that one yeah is the is my darling beef eater supposed to be like uh, cuz isn't beef eater a brand of gin uh yes yeah, so I wonder if that's no. about Jin. Yeah, maybe. Now, I you know what would be really cool for The Simpsons because obviously they're on, you know, season thirty three. They're getting they're getting deep. Yeah, I would love for like a side project. Obviously, Phil Hartman doesn't isn't alive, and yeah. I don't know if this would be in poor taste to do it at all. But you get Jaden LeBron to do it. He would he would be great to voice to voice Phil Hartman. But do these movies. Like, even if they're only, like, a half hour or something, like, really yeah. short, I would love to see someone produce, like, all these Troy McLure movies. I think it'd be really funny, and it would. I think it would help kind of separate The Simpsons a little bit, just to be like, all right, look, we've been doing all these seasons. Here's something new for Simpsons fans. I mean, uh, Disney owns The Simpsons now, so that's probably never going to happen. 
Yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah. So uh, Troy tells Selma to get comfortable in his bedroom, um, and he's going to go sleep at the visitor center. And in Troy's bedroom, lining the wall is an aquarium. Yep. Well, big he, he, fish tank. He, well, well, he was banned from the the Springfield oh. Aquarium. So he had to build his so, own fish tank. Exactly. Oh my God, that's great. Uh, you know, so, but Selma says she's disappointed that Troy isn't staying with her. And he's like, well, I'll see you in the morning. Um, and he's like, be ready for tennis. And a pause. It comes on at 10. So it makes you yeah. think they were going to go play tennis, but no, they're going to go watch tennis. Yep. It's great. Well, I mean, he's a celebrity. A lot of celebrities play sports. Yep. And so, um, uh, MacArthur calls Troy and Parker's like, uh, Troy, ever hear of the planet of the apes? Troy's like, uh, the movie or the planet? <laughs> Parker's like the brand new multi-million dollar musical. And you are starring as the human. Troy's like, it's the part I was born to play, baby. <laughs> God, yeah. I love it. And this is in, uh, the first Simpsons, uh, music album CD. Yep. Um, and so the name of the musical is called Stop the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. Yep. Starring and Troy this, McClure. And this is a uh, reference to the stage show, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. Yeah. And so we see the Simpsons uh, and Salmon Patty have gone to see the musical. And we get some, you know, Troy McClure acting. And then we get to the big musical number called Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. And so yep. the chorus goes, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Uh, Troy's like, what's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. I want a second opinion. You're all so you're lazy. So and we get back to the chorus. I'm not going to do the chorus again. Uh, and then Troy continues the musical. He's like, can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before, and they bring out a piano, and he plays the piano. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> and then, uh, so, like, I, I think they do the whole musical number, and they do the whole, uh, he's like, he realizes it was planet Earth, and he talks about, I hate every chimpanzee from chimpanzee. It's phenomenal. Oh, you I, finally made, made a monkey. monkey. Yes, yes, we finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey out of me. I love you, Dr. Sayers. <laughs> um, and so uh, Bart, Bart is very impressed. And Homer's like, I love legitimate theater. <laughs> what is so? What, 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 okay, what's the difference between legitimate theater and illegitimate theater? Uh, illegitimate theater Homer doesn't like. Okay. <laughs> now. Now I just like to let let everyone know that the the song Doctor Zayas is a parody of "Rock Me Amadeus" oh, yeah. by Falco. Yeah, yeah. Rock me Amadeus. Um, yep. So uh, so Troy finishes up the musical and they close the curtains and he steps out. He's like he's like I won't be here without my lovely fiance. Selma, Selma, darling, take a bow. And she, she gets up and she like waves and Homer's like down in front. 
Oh, God, he could talk. Homer. He could talk. He could talk. talk. And I can sing. Sing. <laughs> oh, dude, so, the whole the uh, whole Planet of the Apes. If you get a chance, find find the, the clip on YouTube. It's it's worth it. Um, uh, so now we it. cut to the next day, and we see Bart and Lisa playing in Troy's pool. And Trey goes up to him. He's like, my good looks paid for that pool, and my talent filled it with water. Hi, I'm Troy McClure, your future uncle. So is he like a model or something? Why? Because he says his good looks paid for that pool. No, he's just saying he has good looks, so he got all the movie money. Or yeah. maybe maybe it was maybe he was a model before he became an actor. Because he, then he says my talent filled it with water. Yep. Yeah, so maybe it was a model before he uh, started acting. I mean, a lot of models become actors. Yeah. Lisa goes, hi, I remember you from such film strips as Locker Room Towel Fight, The Blinding of Larry Driscoll. <laughs> what are these names, man? I don't know, but they definitely saw this one in school. I could tell you that much. Yeah. And Troy's like, you know, I was one of the first to speak out against horseplay. And Lisa has this like look on her face like, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I was, it was funny. We had this conversation because we were, we were talking about like John Wick at work uh, the other day. Oh, sure, obviously sure, sure. remember the order uh, we're, we're recording this way before you're seeing it. So the other day was probably like eight weeks, but yeah. we were discussing John Wick at work and we were talking about like, you know, actors that are completely against like certain things like gun violence, weed, oh, like all these things. But yet, for a paycheck, they will act in the movies about things they're completely against. Do you know? Do you know the thing about Keanu Reeves' contracts? No, he refuses. Um, oh God, I read it. I think he refuses to do movies now with like a lot of CGI. Oh, really? Because like he he he. Uh, the, one of the quotes he had in the article was like, um. One of the movies he was in, I think it might have been John Wick, one of the first John Wick, where they they digitally added a, a tear to his face, and he was like, "No, take that out." So now in all of his contracts, it says they cannot CGI things onto him without his approval. <laughs> look, dude, look at all the movies that come out nowadays. They're not even really freaking movies, man. Like, don't get me wrong, I love a lot of the Marvel stuff, it's entertaining, but all, most of that shit is green screen. Well, then, okay, you tell me where they can go film the quantum realm for Ant-Man. Tell me, where on earth Canada. can they go find somewhere that looks at Canada? Canada. Canada looks okay, like the quantum what? realm. Like, okay, that kind of stuff, fine, but like, there is but a But that's lot. Marvel movies, that, okay, Thor Love and Thunder, Ant-Man. Like a lot, of, like anything that's not Guardians of the Galaxy, all that shit has to be green screen. Like I get that, it, but like there's no practical world that they could film that on. It's Unless like, the look, I said, I like, those, I like those movies, but like, so like sometimes it's just I, 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 I long for like that's what I love about the John Wick franchise is after knowing about Keanu Reeves and how he doesn't really like digitally altering stuff. I mean, a lot of that shit is pretty, I mean, like, obviously it's stunts, but, like, it's real in a sense. And not, like, like, I get it, it's it's all fiction, it's movies, but I, I like the, the realism of John Wick. 
like just the fighting and all that. Yeah. Um, and so now they cut to Selma and Marge who are sitting by the pool talking. Um, also a lot of the outfits from like when they were sitting in the kitchen and the pool. And I think there's another scene with Selma. She, her, her wardrobe resembles, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Um, so Selma's like, remember when we were kids, we used to dream about our ideal husbands. Who knew the dream would come true for one of us? Oh, come on. Guess which one? And Homer's like, I know, I know. It's Selma, right? Oh, my oh God. God. Oh, Jesus Christ, Homer. Oh. But I thought it was Homer's dream to marry Marge. Isn't that what he said in the car after the prom? No, but Selma, say, but Selma was talking about her and Marge and their ideal yeah. husbands. Not ideal I guess, wives. I guess. Okay. So Homer's saying what... that he is not the ideal wife or the ideal husband for Marge. Because he's a moron. Yeah. Um, and so um, Homer decides to take Troy to Moe's. Um, and we're so we're looking on the outside of Moe's. Uh, when Troy tells Homer he had a good idea, but they already made movies about World War II. So this yeah. is all happening outside. Like we're looking at the bar from the outside while they're having this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what kind of movie Homer pitched about World War II. <laughs> uh, was Forrest Gump out yet? <laughs> uh, I think, wasn't Forrest Gump like 96? Oh, that was Vietnam. Yeah, that was, oh, that was, oh, also that was Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so now we cut to the Insetimos, and Troy and Homer are now drunk. And Troy tells Homer that Homer is going to make a four-star brother-in-law. Uh, they're bromancing. Yeah, they're having a good time. And so, Homer always seems to have good times with celebrities. Yeah. Like all of them. Minus George Bush. <laughs> yeah. Minus George Bush. Homer has a good time with I all thought politicians weren't celebrities, Steve. <laughs> okay, fair. Well, he was a president. Yeah, he's still a politician. Different. Yes, but presidents have more, like, spotlight, I think. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the recent news, man. Nope, um, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, so Homer asked Troy what a guy like him is doing with a guy <laughs> like Selma. That's uh, great. Uh, and so Troy's like, he's like, come here. Come here. I'm going to tell you a secret. And he's like, ha, rah, 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 rah. And so Troy, and then Troy starts laughing. And, but Homer just seems to sober up from uh, the secret that Troy tells Homer. He's like shocked and appalled. Which, I don't know why he would be. He'd be like, yeah. oh, this makes sense. Sham marriage? That makes complete sense. I think I think, I think, think part of it is because he cares about Marge so much. I know he hates Selma and Patty. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. He hates them both. But at the same time, because they are Marge's sister, I think deep, deep, deep down in him somewhere, he cares a little bit. Well, he did. He did take the bullet for Patty and Selma at the DMV for the smoking thing. Correct. So, yeah. Just saying. Um, yeah. And so now we cut to the Springfield Botanical Gardens for the McClure Bouvier wedding. And uh, I see, I love Joy's overseeing the wedding because he's uh, yeah. the priest in the town. Yeah. And he asked Selma Bouvier to, wig- to Williger Bouvier. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, it would just be Selma Bouvier. To, well, actually, 
what comes first your maiden name or is it just you know it doesn't matter you can it doesn't matter you can it's whatever's really it's whatever's on your driver's license or birth certificate because birth certificate because i know shay uh took her last name but kept her own is it is it rem sklansky or is it sklansky no she has no she didn't take my last name at all oh i thought she hyphenated no elliot has hyphenated oh elliot is so is how is sklansky ream oh ream i don't know how to that's weird. I think our last name should be last because it's alphabetical. It's no, there's no rules, dude. <laughs> it's alphabetical. You're alphabetical. It's o- uh, it's my OCD man. My, sure. my minor O. You can't do a S then R. It makes no sense. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> uh, and uh, if she takes Troy to be your husband, yep. and she says I do, and then Reverend Lovejoy gets to the part about the objections. To the marriage, and the crowd is panned over until it stops on Homer, who's singing Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter in his head. <laughs> Instead of it, he's like, da 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 da. Hey! Da, 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 so, speaking da, da, of horrible hey. people, if I remember, I, I might look this up real quick. Um, if I remember correctly, Gary Glitter was uh, accused of sexually assaulting women or children or something i think it but it seems like everything that i've read so far for all these cultural references it has something to do with people being bad humans yeah uh you continue i'm gonna see if i can uh find oh yeah well he was imprisoned and released uh in a province I don't even know how to pronounce that, man. This is just a weird episode with all their references. They're just really digging in. He was arrested for pornographic images of children. Oh. Good song. Uh, Further images were discovered by police during searches of his homes in London and Wedmore. Boy, they just really wanted to, like, dig into all the celebrities with horrible personal lives. But to be fair, but here's the thing. Gary Glitter wasn't arrested until the uh, until 1999. Or no, he was arrested in 1997 and he was sentenced in 1999. So this episode came out a year before Gary Glitter got arrested. But was it in the it must have been in the news. Like no, something no, no, no. about him. Oh, maybe. Like that's the only way that it would have been he was also I, 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 he was also banned from driving for ten years in eight nineteen eighty six for uh, being convicted of uh, drunk driving. I mean, either way, privacy, <laughs> my privacy. We want our privacy. Either way, the the people or the references they've made in this episode have horrible people as their references. Yeah, which it's... is crazy. And so Lovejoy now says. I now pronounce you man and wife, and they can kiss each other. Selma kisses Troy, but he turns to smile at the cameras because that's all he cares about. Yeah. Being in the public eye. And uh, Selma tells Troy once they get back to his car that today is the best day of her life. And Troy says, yeah, it's a good day for me, too. And Selma tells Selma to look at the cameras. They're going to be on every newsstand across the country. And Troy kills Lucema, and they drive off. In the DeLorean. In the DeLorean. I wish I had a DeLorean. Um, so back at the Simpson house, Homer and Marge are getting ready for bed, 
And Homer shows Marge that he stole the bright and group <laughs> figures on top of the cake, thinking they were candy, but they're not candy. They're plastic. And Homer managed just to swallow them somehow. Very, very difficult. It's like, yeah. mm, pointy. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, so Marge is, you know, Marge and Homer are in bed and they're, you know, getting ready. And um, uh, Marge is like, it was a beautiful wedding. I've never seen Selma happier. And Homer's like, that reminds me. Troy said something interesting last night at the bar. Apparently, he doesn't really love Selma. And the marriage is just a sham to help his career. Well, enough talk. Let's snuggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever just broken bad news to my wife and been like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's snuggle. Um, I, I don't believe I've ever, you know, found a secret out about somebody and then like, you know, didn't say anything for like a wedding. I had a, I have a friend from college who was dating uh, this woman from our college who she was a piece of work. She was, we all knew she was not good for him. And looking back on it, I wish I had said something to him, but like part of me was like, Oh, I don't want to upset him and like make him think I'm being a bad friend or anything. And then, uh, yeah, that marriage lasted all of like six months, I think. So, uh, lesson here is, Homer, you tell Selma about it. Or you tell Marge and Marge tells Selma. Well, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, sorry. Uh, Marge, uh, sits up shocked, but Homer turns off the light so he can go to sleep. And he has to ask Marge to close her eyes so he can go to sleep. Oh, Your God. eyes are too bright, Marge. <laughs> Your eyes are like, your eyes are like lamps, man. Yeah. And so then we cut to the Aphrodite Inn. Good God. This episode. Uh, They're welcoming Mr. and Mrs. Troy McLure. Share and contest winner. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, So Troy uh, meets up with his agent and tells him uh, it better be important. Because it's his wedding night and he's trying to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, because he doesn't love Selma. Exactly. And Parker tells Troy that the wedding scam is paying off uh, when Selma calls for him. He's like, come here, tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, she wants to see the uh, uh, tr- she wants to see the Troy uh, from such films as Making Makeout King of Montana and... The Electric Gigolo. Oh, boy. That's what that's the movie she wants to see Troy from. Yeah. She wants that Troy. Troy uh, Troy's back on the phone with his agent. He's he's saying, uh, basically, this better work out because uh, Selma's cramping his style. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, his single life. Yeah. Um, where he bangs fish. It's <laughs> it's very cramped. Yeah. Um, and Parker says, who cares? Because the offers are rolling in. One such offer is a Paramount buddy comedy with Rob Lowe and Hugh Grant, who Troy calls <laughs> sick freak. Those sick freaks. And uh, this was a reference to uh, several sex scandals that the two actors were involved in at the time of the episode. In particular, Rob Lowe had been caught recording a sex tape 
with two minors. Hugh Grant was caught performing fellatio with a prostitute. Divine Brown on Sunset Boulevard. Okay, I don't care about the prostitution thing. But uh, getting caught with a sex tape with two minors, Rob Lowe should never be acting ever again. I don't know, man. Sex tapes were all the rage back in the 90s. Not with freaking minors. <laughs> nope. But Hollywood forgives. Unfortunately. Yep. Um, And uh, Parker <laughs> says, okay, and pitches him another offer. And he's like, I think they want you to play McBain's sidekick in Brace Yourself, the new McBain movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> what movie did you think he was going to say? <laughs> McBain's sidekick? Hot damn. I'm going to SeaWorld. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so great. Uh, and uh, Marge tells Selma that Troy isn't what he seems to be and patty says troy is wrong for selma they're just basically trying to say you know what you know you're it's done but this is just another scene where selma's dressed like marilyn Monroe, like you mentioned earlier like all her outfits throughout the this last half are all that way and selma asks how troy is wrong for her she says her sister has come down with the case of the green-eyed gazongas I don't, I, I don't know what that means. Well, jealous. She's calling them jealous. Well, I, you know, the green-eyed monster is jealousy. Oh. I thought heard? it was the wall in Boston. The what? The the green monster? No, the green-eyed monster. Oh. Green-eyed Not the green Gazongas, monster, huh? the green-eyed monster. Oh. Have you know. never heard that before? I don't think so. You've never heard of the green-eyed monster? No. Man. But yes, that means she's calling them jealous. Okay. Um, And Selma says she isn't surprised uh, and tells Patty she works a menial job. She will still be at 10 years after she has died. Jeez. (laughs) And then she tells... Wait, so is is Selma just not working at the DMV anymore? The marriage just kind of is like, all right, I'm done. Pretty. Well, I mean, Troy has money somehow. Yeah. I just don't know if she quit. I wonder if she quit. She must have. But then she gets rehired after this episode? Probably. Well, she has her old job back and they give it to her. Or maybe oh. she's just on a honeymoon. Yeah, I think that. I think she's still going to work. And she tells Marge she is married to a man who would have to bathe to be a slob. But that's just her making fun of Homer regardless yeah. of her situation. Yeah. <laughs> And so Marge yells at Selma and tells tells her Troy is only using her to kill the rumors about his personal life and to advance his career, which is true. <laughs> and so Selma gets upset and tells Marge she doesn't know what she's talking about, and she runs off to go talk to Troy. And so we see Troy sitting by his pool reading the Springfield Variety with his picture with his picture with Selma and the headline McClure Ankles Obscurity. <laughs> yep and he's like and so someone comes up and she's like is this a sham marriage troy's like sure baby is that a problemo <laughs> and troy tells someone that she has everything she wants and she's like well do you love me and uh troy's like uh i love you like i love fresca 
<laughs> and the only difference between their marriage and everyone else's that is that they know their marriage is a sham. Oh my god. And <laughs> and so Selma asks if Troy is gay, which yeah, you know, are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> Troy's like I hey, wish <laughs> that would there wouldn't be any problems. Um, I feel like yeah, I feel like the mid nineties was rightfully about that time when uh the gay community like of actors was a little bit more welcomed into hollywood yeah i mean it's a lot better now than it was in the 90s but i think that was the start of it um, yeah so, so it's like man yeah if if banging fish wasn't my problem if i was gay and banging fish wasn't my problem yeah i'd be great yeah um and so he tells Summa that he has a romantic abnormality that must be hidden from the public at all costs. Oh my God. And so, so, but Selma stops him and uh, she's like, you're asking me to live a lie. I don't know if I can do that. Troy's like, it's remarkably easy. Just smile for the cameras and enjoy Mr. Troy's wild ride. Which is obviously a reference to Mr. To- Mr. Toad's, Toad. wild, Toad's wild ride. God, I can, man, yep. man. And so, um, Troy tells uh, Selma she gets to go to all the right parties and meet all the right people. Uh, and Selma starts walking away and Troy continues by saying, sure, she'll be a sham wife, but she will be the envy of all the other sham wives in town. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. So Troy asks Selma if she still wants to be married. And she's like, tell me again about Troy's wild ride. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I mean, I get it for Selma. Like, this is this is but, it, man. But those, but those two, you know, they're not hooking up. Well, yeah. Well, we, we saw that, that on the honeymoon. Well, we know that MacArthur Parker knows that, but the townspeople don't. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So now we get Troy McClure Day at the Aztec, where he gets a star put in. Uh. You know, kind of like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yep. And uh, to put Troy McClure's in, they remove Buster Keaton's star. I've heard the name Buster Keaton, but... I always wondered that. Do they remove stars on the Walk of Fame for new stars? I don't Or do they just make the street longer? Like, I I don't know. Like, I've been to the Walk of Fame, and it's monstrously long. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe they remove some names. I have no idea. Um, Yeah. Be interesting to know. So, uh, Troy is with Selma, and so Selma will have her uh, own star next to his... And uh, the star next to his is Laszlo Panaflex. Yeah, that's got to be a made-up name. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that's real. Uh, no. Uh, so now we find out that the new McBain movie is called McBain 4 Fatal Discharge. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, someone shits their pants and explodes? I don't know. And dies? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Troy is watching the news about who might play McBain's new sidekick. And MacArthur calls Cause, Troy. Because Mendoza's dead. If you guys don't yes. know what this is all about, in the last <laughs> and the last movie we saw uh, from McBain is McBain's sidekick Mendoza dies. Correct. Um, so MacArthur uh, calls Troy and Troy uh, and tells Troy to do something for him if Troy wants the part. And MacArthur is like, well, all the big parts are going to family men now. And he's like, and Troy's like, well, I already got married. And MacArthur's like, well, uh, you're going to have to have a baby. Oh, and, my God. And Troy's like, what What am I supposed to do? And MacArthur Parker's like, I'll send you a pamphlet. 
Oh my god. I don't think Troy has ever had sex with a woman. Which is weird. I thought those big Hollywood types were supposed to, like, had their way with women. Well, that's what I was... Well, don't forget, Troy has a sexual abnormality with fish. Sure. He's attracted fish to look, fish. fish. Fish look bad. <laughs> okay, look, have you ever seen the, the Does he cartoon? like fish sticks? No, no. No, have you ever seen... Does he seen... like fish sticks? No, he's not a gay fish. He's not a gay... Uh-huh. Are you sure? <laughs> no, haven't you ever seen uh, the, the cartoon Pinocchio movie or the live action remake? I don't know why, but they made that fish look sexy. <laughs> I'm not saying it was sexy. I'm saying they made it look sexy. <sighs> It's funny. I don't know why. So maybe that's Troy's problem. He saw Pinocchio and got sexually attracted to that fish. <laughs> um, and so uh, Parker says his insurance will cover the baby, except for the deductible, which Parker will give give Troy the money for, assuming he gets the park, which Parker is confident that Troy will get the park. Part. Yep. I think so. I don't think so. I, I don't think, think he'd so. get the park. Yeah. I mean, Rainier Wolfcastle's big. Troy, yes. Troy, Troy, I don't think is that big. No. Uh, but Parker wants to talk baby names, but they can't use Montana, Dakota, or Florida. <laughs> um, and Troy suggests Oregon. He's like, I like it. Oh, God, Florida. That reminds me of the, I think it was Family Guy where they taught, uh, the, I think it's the Jeffersons where her name is Florida. Florida. My name is Florida. I, I'm guessing this is a reference to the dumb names that, well, I mean, Hollywood actors yeah. still give. But dumb here's names the thing Dakota, Dakota is a real freaking name. Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Like, it's not like Dakota has never been, but Montana. Hannah Montana. That's a last name. There's <laughs> yes, also a real enough. guy. There's also a real football player named Joe Montana. Yes, there is. And Florida. Florida. I mean, they used Florida as a fictional name, but. Yeah. Like, come on, know. man. That's yeah. like naming your baby North and West. <laughs> uh, Kardashian. Anyways. Yeah. Yep. Actors always give their babies dumb names. Well, let's get Gwyneth um, Paltrow's oldest uh, apple. Yeah, something dumb. Anyway, so Troy <laughs> takes uh, Selma to Ugly again to ask her about having a child. Um, and uh, she's like, um, you're, oh, wait, I'm sorry. So I was like, having a child, that's a big step. You bet it is. Think what that'll mean. Not just the McBain movie, but maybe my own fragrance. Smelling of Troy. (laughs) That's good. And someone said that this might be your only chance to be a mom. It really could be. And a waiter comes by to offer a cigarette and Troy says, uh, she's smoking for two. Well, not yet. Which, and also, she shouldn't be smoking if she's getting. That's pregnant. right. Uh, yeah, because but remember, Troy doesn't does no clue how this works. Correct. Uh, and Selma and Troy try to get into the mood, but they're having issues. So Selma offers Troy wine. It's like, okay. And he runs over there, drinks both glasses, and then runs back <laughs> to the bath bathroom door frame. <laughs> And uh, Selma suggests Troy come over to bed to make himself more comfortable, <laughs> but he's like, no, and tell Selma to come to him and make yourself more comfortable. <laughs> he's like, this concept is foreign to me. Who knew having a baby would be so much work? I mean, you just stick it in and release, right? Yeah, that's that's how I did it. Um, and uh, Selma says having a baby isn't supposed to be work. 
but an expression of feelings that are supposed to have for one another. Yep. Which, yeah, unfortunately, these days, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's not an expression. Like one night, no, it's like a one night stand. Yeah. Yeah. And Troy says, uh, Troy says it is like time there. They built a snowman for uh, the Newport ad. And now they said how alive with pleasure they were. And Selma just stares at Troy. He's like, <laughs> that, that was, that was acting. But yeah. apparently they acted together. I didn't know Selma yeah. was a, was an actress. Yeah. But they probably did it to show, you know, that the, those two are together. Yeah. And Selma realizes she's okay with being in a loveless marriage because it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. But she can't, but she can't bring a child into a loveless marriage. To be so fair, she, to be fair, she can't bring a child into this marriage anyways because Troy can't get it up because he only likes fish. <laughs> yeah. But I love how Selma's actually being sensible. Yes. Like, She's actually being within reason of, yes. of her life. She's not just not thinking of, oh my God, I can, I can be a rich and famous celebrity's wife. So at least, at least she's like thinking. Yeah. And uh, Troy says, uh, great. And that they'll adopt. Cause you know, he's like, yeah. well, good, good. I don't have to bang you. I can just, <laughs> we can just adopt one. And Selma says, no, but she'll always remember him. But not just from his films. Yeah. Yeah. And Selma walks off off with Jub Jub as Troy watches from the front door. Yeah. And we get a news broadcast about Troy as the credits roll. We learn Troy turned down the supporting lead in McBain 4, Fatal Discharge. He plans to direct and star in the 20th Century Fox film, The Contrabulous Fabtraption of Professor Horatio Huffnagel. And so when they said that, the only I thought that might have been a reference to something, but the only thing I, that I could come up with was uh, it was a, a film from 2007, but uh, Mr. Mangorium's Wonder Emporium. Was that that wasn't a remake of a movie in the 40s? Sounds like a remake, but I, maybe I not. don't know. I, I feel like there my... was some dumb movie during like the 40s, 50s named that movie or something close to it. Uh, it's but possible. I don't know why he would turn down McBain four, unless his uh, agent was like, "Yeah, you're not getting the part, dude." Just I don't know. Maybe they did offer it and he turned it down. I don't. I don't know. Well, so Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium is based off of a book, I believe. Okay. So I mean, or they turned it into a book. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, this episode is fantastic. I. I I think obviously the Planet of the Apes thing just kind of ties oh a nice little God. bow around it, but I you know it it was hard for me to come to the conclusion that I wanted to give it a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Like it really did. Yeah. But after just thinking about like all the just fish jokes <laughs> and all the references to all the people in this episode that just were <laughs> horrific people. It's just, I, I don't know. Like it made it seem like, okay, this is, this is fantastic. I love that. I love the fact that Homer just thinks that his marriage is just not great. I love that. You know, he got to hang out with Troy, Troy McClure. I like that. We got another side of Troy McClure that we've never seen before. Cause we've only seen him in films. Correct. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Selma's a total uh, fool for falling in love with him. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with five. Everything's coming up Millhouse. 
Yeah, I absolutely love this episode. It's five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. The the fact that we got like a we we got a reoccurring character, but he was like the central part. Like this is like one of the very first episodes in a long run of you know Simpsons episodes as we know, where they've taken certain characters and they've given them more backstory and they they've put them as a central figure with the Simpsons kind of surrounding them a little bit. Um, I love Jub Jub. I don't know. Yeah. It's a fun name. I think Conan O'Brien nailed it. It's Jub Jub. Um, but I mean, Planet of the Apes stuff, that is fantastic. You know, again, we get another Selma marrying a guy she probably shouldn't be marrying. Um, it also yeah. has one of the, the best quotes, I think, of the Simpsons. What's a Muppet? It's not quite a mop. And it's not quite a Muppet. A puppet. <laughs> I said a puppet. It's not quite a puppet. Oh. He said Muppet. <laughs> it's not quite a mop. It's not quite a puppet. <laughs> uh, the answer is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, it's uh, I also like the underlying theme of making fun of horrible people. Um, yeah. This is I mean, one the of whole those, episode. Yeah, this is one of those uh, Simpsons episodes that remind me of like, like, like the last twenty years of South Park. Because a lot yeah. of a lot of the newer South Park are more topical than the older stuff. Um, so this is one of the few Simpsons episodes that I really, really love because I do love the topical stuff, and it still it still holds a lot of value even in this day and age. Oh yeah. Like we talked about during this episode. I mean, yeah. a lot of this stuff is very prevalent to what's going on now. And so I want my privacy. Um, I don't yeah, think, exactly. I don't think it's necessarily the privacy angle. I think it's more of there's horrible people who are getting back on top because of things that they've done and how they're perceived. Yeah. Um, well, they worked on their brand. Yeah. You got to work on your brand. They, they, they got, they worked on their brand. <laughs> Um, so, uh, also the DeLorean, <laughs> come on, man. It's a DeLorean. Yep. So, yeah, right. everything's coming up, Millhouse. Perfect. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And we have Troy McClure. You might remember him, remember him from such Simpson episodes as a fish called Wanda. Selma. I mean, a fish called Selma. <laughs> uh, you might, you might remember him from such Simpsons episodes as the one we just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his occupation uh past b movie idol and present host of all infomercials oh that's right he does infomercials dude read the whole thing yeah funerals award shows telethons do-it-yourself videos tv specials and educational films relating to springfield yep. you know i didn't even now that i read that i'm like wait a minute he is still kind of prevalent yeah like he he just wasn't under a rock so i don't know if i that's weird well, no, I think right? when they well, I think when they say uh, they thought he like went under a rock, it, like he removed himself from the public light, but he was still doing this stuff. Okay, because yeah, like Lenny and Carl were sitting there talking. I was like, oh, I thought he was just gone. Yeah, but he wasn't. He's been doing infomercials. I guess who watches infomercials? Yeah. But he did do Krusty's funeral, and uh, he I can't remember the telethon he did. Didn't wasn't but, he on Krusty's uh, telethon? Oh, was it? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. But like the do-it-yourself videos, TV specials, and educational films, I yeah. feel like that was those were before. Like all of those were before he had his fish it's, out. That's also possible. I don't know how many more episodes we're gonna get of Troy McClure because uh, Phil Hartman's death is coming up 
pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, his car, DeLorean. House, early 1970s, uh, depicted... Decrepit. Uh, decrepit aquatic for uh, sale by owner. Yep. I don't know if I'd want a house with a giant-ass aquarium in it. No. I mean, I like fish, but... Yeah. Uh, his favorite dinner spots, the Pimento Grove and Ugly. Now, I don't know if we see Ugly anymore, no, I but don't like we do either. see the Pimento Grove every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, secret shame, his prescription glasses make him look like a geek. And the fish thing. Have it your way, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's finish it off with where you could find us. Head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, and uh, like us there. Look for our content. Head over to Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. If you'd like to listen to our podcast, we're on every podcast platform known to man. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe, rate us, and give us a review. Um, if you listen to our podcast on YouTube or want to, uh, at the Simpsons Did It Podcast over on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, comment on our videos, and we'll get back to you. Um, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, head over to your cell phones and dial 612-584-0986. Listen to our voicemail message by Jaden LeBron and leave us a voicemail letting us know what you think of our podcast. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.